All right, what's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to Fight Picks with the Pros. My name is Garrett Marchesano, and we're going to review three fights on the upcoming UFC Fight Night this weekend with Paula Costa and Marvin, the Italian Dream, Vittori in the main event. We're also going to do an early prediction on Edwards and Masvidal. Today, I'm joined by Team Alpha Males, Hector Fajardo. What's up? All right, let's go. Introducing Fight Picks with the Pros. Brought to you by FanDuel. All right, the first fight we've got is Grant Dawson coming in as a minus 400 favorite versus Ricky the Gladiator Glenn coming in as a plus 300 dog. So, you know, this is a big fight for him. Grant Dawson, he's on an eight-fight win streak. He's 17-1. and one. He came from Dana White's Contender Series. He's got James Krause in his corner, and really the UFC is extremely high on him, and apparently the sports books are too because he's coming in as a huge favorite in this fight. He's facing off against Rick Glenn. So former Team Alpha Male guy. He's 22-6, and six, 13 KOs, three subs. So he's a finisher. He's coming off a W. He's 4-3 and three in the UFC. He just signed a new deal, so maybe that's giving him some, some confidence. But he's coming in on as the major underdog. So for you, Hector, knowing Rick Glenn and seeing kind of his style, what do you think his mentality is coming into this fight? And how does he feel knowing that you know every sports book is picking him to lose? You know what, Rick? Rick uh, lives up to his name. He's the gladiator. Yep. He's just coming in ready to scrap. You know, it's good to see Rick uh, being a little bit more active because he did have a, a little bit of a layoff um, before his last fight. So it's good to see the gladiator back in there. Um, Rick's gonna. Rick's tough. Rick's gonna come in ready to brawl, um, but he's also very. Uh, he's very technical. He's got good jujitsu. He's a finisher. Um, they're giving Dawson a lot of a lot of steam right now, so I think this underdog status is just more fuel for the fire for for Rick. Um, so I think this is this is going to be good for him. Yeah, I like it. Hopefully, he takes it as as motivation. But Grant on the other side, scary guy coming in at seventeen and one. Not a lot of uh, TKO finishes. Surprising because he has a lot of power and he won by mm-hmm. KO his last fight, and I was impressed with that. Eleven subs, so he has some sneaky BJJ mm-hmm. skills. Um, you know, eight straight wins, five wins in the UFC. His confidence has to be off the hook right now. Um, he has great takedown defense, so he can stand up, strike. But man, even if he goes to the ground with those eleven subs, he can he can hold his own. So if Rickland is to get the win, what's going to be his strategy, and, and how do you see? Let's say if he does, let's let's say he gets the W. How, how's that going to work? I out? think if he does, he's going to grind him out. Um, I think he's going to grind him out, put him into deep waters. Um, I, I think he could take a decision. Um, it's it's a great matchup because these guys were both uh, bigger 45ers, both of them. Yeah. Um, and had to make the move up to lightweight, so it's so it's good. Like this is a this is a good this is a good matchup. Um, I think this is good for this is good for Rick because uh, like like I said, they, he just signed a new deal. He just came off a 37 uh, second knockout. Uh, he's got a little momentum on his side, and you know they're they're throwing him a nice young cat uh, who's also like. I think skill wise they're every bit as as good as each other. I think it's, it's a great matchup, but I think I think Rick Rick being the veteran, um, I think he can grind out a decision. Okay, so you go Rick by decision. Absolutely, I'm gonna say Grant by decision. I think Rick stays in there and is that gladiator, but I think Grant is just too well rounded and he's he's his confidence is too high. So I'm gonna go Grant by decision on this one. All right, let's move on to the next pick. So we got David Onama verse. Mason, the Dragon Jones. So Mason's coming out as a huge favorite, minus 520 favorite in this fight. Uh, it's a short-notice fight. 
David is 8-0, five TKOs, two subs. This is his UFC, UFC debut, though. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a whole other level he's on now. He's a kickboxer. Coming in to fight Mason Jones, who's not afraid to kickbox with, with him as well. He's 10-1, four TKOs, three subs. He's got an iron chin. He likes to get in there and trade. He's got great striking. He's relentless. I watched him fight in Abu Dhabi. It was the first time I got to see him fight and met him. And then when I came over here to Team Alpha Male, where we're at right now, shooting this podcast, he then joined the team and got to see him around here too. So what are your impressions of this fight? And, of course, I want you to dig in and your thoughts on kind of Mason Jones' uh, game plan and skill set. Yeah, no, this is a good matchup. Um, it's unfortunate that Alan Patrick pulled out no. for whatever reason, but, you know, that's besides the point. Um, I'm glad they got Mason an opponent. Um, they're giving this cat his, uh, a nice opportunity. He's a, he's a striker, uh, a finisher. And he trains out of Glory MMA, so you know he's going to be well-trained. That's with James Krause. Yeah. So um, this guy will be no slouch. Um, and, of course, first Ugandan fighter, fighter in the UFC. Um, so you know he's going to be motivated and hyped. Oh, yeah. And it's on short notice. Um, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, I, I think this guy being a striker is going to come in trying to uh, put on a show, like put on a scrap with Mason. Yeah. And that's right up Mason's alley. I know. So um, I think this will be a fun fight. This will be a fun fight for Mason. Um I expect to see Mason go in there and have fun. He's he's not afraid to scrap yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, but he also has a, a nice, awkward kickboxing style that's hard to figure out. Yeah. So, And that's the thing with these short-notice fights. Um, it, you can't really game plan against each other because it's like, this guy got this on week notice. Like, yeah. Mason got this on week notice. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm in, I, essentially you're just walking in and be like, I just got to make sure I'm in solid shape. Uh, this guy's, you know, you just got to worry about each other, really. And then... It's like right to the point. Like, there's no time to sit and game plan for ten weeks. Yeah, I just gotta focus on yourself. Right? <laughs> exactly. So I think it'll be a, a pretty fun fight. I think uh, Mason's been getting ready for weeks. He's been constantly training, so I'm, I'm not worried about it. He'll be ready for anything. Um, I think that's one of the things that's that's great about this gym is uh, there's a variety of styles here, and there's nothing we don't see here. Right? Yeah. This guy's got to come and try to kickbox, so it's going to be great. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be good for Mason, working his favor. favor. He's not afraid to fight in a phone booth. No. He was right up on, uh, you know, when I saw him fight Mike Davis in Abu Dhabi, he was right in the mix. He's got a granite chin, too. So, of course, so, you know, we're, we're pulling for the Team Alpha Male guy, Mason Jones. I want to see him get in there and mix it up, and I, I love to see him get a finish. This guy had never been finished, so it's, it's, it's hard to predict these guys coming in with an undefeated record mm-hmm. on these smaller promotions, right? Yeah. So it's it's kind of a wild card. So it's interesting, but I think he gets the decision or TKO win in this fight. I'm going Mason Jones. I agree. Right. I'm going with the same thing. Yeah, I got uh, Mason Jones uh, third round finish. I think he's going to put that pressure on him. I like it. All right, let's move on to our early prediction. We got Leon Rocky Edwards versus Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. So this is a highly anticipated fight ever since that three piece in a soda hit yeah. backstage. Finally. They were talking shit ever since. It's got to be nearly a year and a half ago now that that kind of incident happened. They've never stopped talking shit the whole way, though. Um, Leon is a great fighter. He's 19-3, six TKOs, three subs, nine straight wins. He's kind of one of those guys who doesn't talk a lot of shit. He doesn't have that big swag to where he gets that title shot ahead of schedule. He kind of is that respectful, quiet guy. And he reminds me of kind of like Kamaru Usman, you know. He never got the shot ahead of his time because he was kind of a quiet, respectful guy. But pretty soon they're like, damn, this guy has won, you know, 10 fights in a row. Kamaru Usman became undeniable. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Leon. It's like they got to, you know, he's begging for the title shot. 
nine straight. It's kind of, he's become an undeniable. You kind of got to give it to him. So the agreement that Leon said that the UFC made is you get past Jorge, you get a shot. That's a big if, you know, Jorge, of course he's game bred. He's ready to go. He's ready to fight. He's coming off a little less momentum by getting starched by Kamara Usman. Yeah. You know, that, that was a great fight, but he's going to come in, you know, he's going to come in to fight and especially cause he does not like Leon Edwards. So mm-hmm. he's going to come in with some extra adrenaline pumping. So, what was your initial reaction when you saw this fight was finally booked? And then tell me a little bit who you're leaning with. Um, my initial reaction was finally. <laughs> uh, this was a fight I've wanted to see for a long time. Um, and it made sense, uh, especially since uh, it's, it's perfect. Like, Leon, Leon wants to get that title shot, and he was willing to wait, which I'm glad he didn't. But this is perfect for him. It's a big moneymaker fight for him anyways. Like, this is one that's going to get a lot of views um, or a lot of hype. Yep. And then Gamebred wants to get back in the mix after getting starched by Usman. So perfect opportunity for both of them. Um, I think it's going to be entertaining. There's a lot of a lot of bad blood in this one. Uh, so I was excited for this from the jump. Um, now going into my thoughts into this fight, um, I'm a Gamebred fan by heart. Yeah. I've I've been follow- man. I've been a fan of Jorge since. The Toby Amato reverse triangle in Bellator. So wow, I've been okay. I've been following Jorge for years. Um, I've always loved his style. Uh, that being said, I think the uh, I, I got I got Leon. Honestly, I think Leon has has a momentum. My thing with Jorge is like Jorge doesn't look like quite the same guy no. that uh, starched Askren. Like I think after he got that BMF title with Nate, uh, he kind of lost his hunger a little bit. Just a little, and then, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. When you when when you're a hungry fighter, you make it to the top, you get that notoriety, and, and you get the cash, and you're kind of like, oh man, I'm set. You kind of yeah. you kind of lose that hunger a little bit, that little bit of that edge. And the thing is, I see Leon with that hunger that he had. Like I agree, he's irritable, he's hungry, he wants to get that that championship. And again, we've talked about it. He's been put to the side multiple multiple times. So I know he's just ready to go. And, and and Leon has a – I love Leon's style too. I agree. Leon, you know, he always stays in shape. Mm-hmm. He's a great fighter. He's on a nine-fight win streak. And all he cares about right now is getting that strap. That's mm-hmm. his number one goal. Jorge on the other side, you know, he's making two to three times more than Leon. He started his own promotion with bare knuckle fighting, yep. his own little fighting thing. He has different – he started his own – liquor brand he's He's got all these sponsors because he's got this really cool brand yes you know and yeah my heart says i love game bread love to watch him fight he always gets out there and scraps but my mind is saying leon is on the path i can't see him losing this fight too much momentum and uh, he has he has that big goal of getting that championship fight so yeah i'm going leon edwards and I think Jorge will be, after getting a really starched his last fight, will be a little bit more hesitant, and he'll still mix it up. But I think Leon gets the decision win. I agree. Um, I think Jorge, if this turns into a pick-and-pop fight, like, Leon's going to – Leon's a more technical striker. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I think he's a more – he's kind of like – I think this fight will be kind of like – a little bit kind of like the Wonder Boy fight a little bit. Yeah. But the thing is, I think Leon's more – offensive and a little bit more dangerous than wonder boy so i think it's going to be kind of that kind of situation where like yeah sure game game bread's going to show up and game bread's going to try to uh strike with them but i i just i think leon's level's just a little bit cleaner um and i he's not afraid he's not afraid to win a decision yeah i agree he's not afraid to win a decision he'll take it to the judges yep yeah 
It's time for the main fight pick of the evening. So for the main event, we got Paula Costa coming in as a 138 dog. He was the favorite a couple weeks heading into this. Over this past week, the odds have changed. And now Marvin Vittori is the minus 170 favorite. So we'll start with Paula Costa. He's 13-1, 11 TKOs, 1 sub. His only loss is to Adesanya, who's you know one of the best strikers uh, we have right now in the world. He's 5-1 in the UFC. He's built like a brick shithouse, and he comes to fight every time. He's ready to scrap. He's having trouble making weight right now, so he, he got a, jumped on a call with Marvin, and they negotiated the weight, which I thought was so – we've never so seen that before. Scary. It was so kind of funny and random. Yeah. Marvin Vittori on the other side, 17-5, and five, two TKOs, nine subs. He's really like a decision machine, but he gets in there and scraps. He, he, his last loss was snapping a five straight wins. The, you know, both these guys' recent losses only to Israel Adesanya. Um, and he's got a nasty mean streak in when, when he fights too. And these guys re- remind me of each other a little bit. So it's yeah. kind of interesting matchup. So I think Paulo rightfully should be the favorite. So I like these plus odds. I'm going to go with Paulo in this fight, but let's talk to how we get there. First, let's talk about Paula Costa and Marvin Vittori. Give me your opinion on both guys. And then after, tell me what you thought about this kind of weight thing that happened when they were on the yeah. phone. Yeah, uh, Man, th- th- like you said, they're both very, very similar in style a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Bohachinha, Paulo Costa is like, he's built like a Greek god. Yeah. Like, the, he's also very aggressive. He's going to try to go out there and he's going to go swing for the fences. Like yep. the guy... Guy's gonna start and just go. They, they call him. The, he's a eraser, right? Yeah. Um, exciting fighter yeah. has weight issues for this fight, which is, in my personal opinion, is actually gonna benefit him. Um, I know. In my opinion, and they threw him a bone on that. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Vittori, I don't know. Vittori, Vittori kind of annoys me a little bit. He's kind of like he tries to talk smack and stuff, but he's kind of like. He's annoying, but the dude yeah. can scrap. Um, yeah. He's he's got a very aggressive style as well. He's not afraid to take it anywhere. Um, he'll he'll have a dogfight anywhere. Like he'll scrap on the ground. He'll keep it standing and whatnot. And he's got he's got pretty solid. He pushes a pretty solid pace. Um, but again, it's it's like two bulls colliding. Honestly, like they're not gonna try to like angle and try to pick each other apart. They're gonna try to kill each other, which I think is gonna make for a very exciting fight. Um, now to segue into how I feel about the whole weight situation, um, that being said, Vittori took the, basically took the fight at 195. Um, they're both very aggressive and I think they yeah. threw Paulo a bone on that. hundred percent did. And if it's going to start fast, I think it might end fast. Uh-huh. And I think he could sucker Vittori into, into an early scrap, like into an early pissing match. Um, and I don't think I personally I don't think it's gonna go well for Vittoria. I think I think personally, like it was a mistake taking that fight and giving him that that kind of weight advantage. I uh, agree. So we'll see how this pays off. But uh but yeah, Paulo played it very, very sneaky. He basically said, Hey, I'm not gonna make weight. You can take the fight if you want to. If you don't wanna if the fight doesn't happen, it's because you didn't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, be a man, be, be a, a man. man, be a man. He's yeah, like one ninety five. He's like, What or or two hundred or yeah. two hundred. And then Marvin's like, can you make 195? He's like, yes, 195. And yeah. they, like, agreed on the phone. Yeah. Marvin was laughing. It was, like, this weird back and forth because of the language barrier yeah, with Polo. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was so interesting. But it looks like it is going to be at 195. I agree with you. I think Paulo, he he got embarrassed in that last fight, you know, with that 
fake dry humping yeah. by Israel and the wine and this. Everyone's yeah, questioning him. Yeah, the wine him. thing was... Uh... So he wants to come out with something to prove, and I think he's going to come out over-aggressive. I think it's going to go one of two ways. He's going to finish Marvin Vittori in first or second round, or he's going to gas himself, and then Marvin is going to get the decision win. So I think I that's agree. the way. That's I how I see it exactly the same way, too. Either he's going to come out aggressive and hard and try to kill Martin, I mean yeah. Marvin, yeah. or he's going to gas himself in the first round. And Marvin and we'll Marvin can grind him out. Fight. Yeah, grind yeah him Marvin out. can grind him out. He's gonna he's gonna come with with solid cardio. Yeah. So official pick, I'm gonna go with Paulo Costa. I like him as a dog, and I know that plus money will be even bigger for him to win by KO. So I'm going Paulo Costa by KO. What's I'm gonna say the same. All um, right, I'm gonna say the same because he has the weight advantage, and I think Marvin's stupid enough to try to get into a scrap with him early. Um, and that just doesn't bode well. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Paulo Costa. I'm going to go first round knockout. Wow, first round. Okay, love it. All right, that's a wrap on Fight Picks with the Pros. Thank you guys for watching. Please don't forget to like this video, subscribe, and thank you to everyone listening out there in podcast world. The numbers are jumping, and we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. Hello, everyone. Bruce Buffer here. Thank you for watching the MMA Surge YouTube channel. We hope you enjoyed this video. Don't forget to subscribe and get notified when we upload next.